guys. I'm going to be on a Zoom call, so I'll be out of action for an hour or so. Is, is that all right? Do they need what, Aaron? No, they don't need anyone else for the interview. <laughs> yeah, bring them all in. <laughs> oh, no, they don't need any semi-okay faces. <laughs> okay, so we should, we're going to start. Okay, let's get cracking. But, but Kim, listen, when I introduce myself, don't laugh because you'll set me off. I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing already. Welcome to another episode of Not Another Podcast. It's me, Bryony. And me, okay. Kim. Okay, so today we are joined by... Israeli Luther Deju, also known as Dizzy. Oh, wow, you did introduce us using your whole government name. <laughs> yeah, my name. I don't think I've even heard you your full details. Name. You didn't even know that was my name. No, I knew it was your name. I never heard you say your full government name before. Yeah, Disraeli Luther Deju, and you're welcome. So tell everyone um, a bit about what you do, like your background, where you grew up, etc., etc. Okay, so um, originally grew up in London. And I moved to Maystone when I was 15. And then from there, I went to a basketball academy in Canterbury. So I was in Canterbury for maybe three years. And um, after I left the academy, I went to Christchurch University for a year, then transferred to Worcester University, where like, I went to pursue uh, my first experience playing pro basketball. and since then i've been playing pro ever since so I've, i think this is my seventh year playing professionally so i've played for worcester leeds um a team in napoli uh, in, which is in italy uh bradford and now i'm based in cheshire so i'm playing for a pro team in cheshire i don't mean to offend you by the way i did not realize you were only at uni for one year i thought you were with us at uni for like at least two no, years he was there for a year <laughs> Yeah, I literally. Did, I did not know that. I did not realise. He just made such an impact, you know what I mean? You feel it <laughs> you know, the whole time. <laughs> I was a pain. That's probably why you thought I was there for longer than <laughs> I actually was. <laughs> you know, I was just there for the experience, I think. I didn't really understand uni mm. in my first year. In my but first year, fair, I got... feel like everyone was like that. Like, I now, when I look back, I enjoyed the experience, but I didn't go for at all. Really? Because you guys had your head screwed on. Like, so busy. We just rem- did stuff. Like, you just did nothing. Didn't it? We just did our work. <laughs> I literally was saying before you came on, I was like, when I was saying you definitely won't listen to the podcast, I was like, but I was like, Dizzy can blag. I was like, I've done presentations with Dizzy and he just chat shit. He like <laughs> his way through anything. <laughs> and we'll be yeah, going honestly. on script and Dizzy's just chatting and we're all like, I don't know what he's like. <laughs> Oh man, I'm very good at waffles. I remember one time I literally did your thing for you. We were in the library and <laughs> you're like, oh no, Tim, please. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't remember what I was doing. I did your whole multiple choice thing online for you. That is crazy. Oh God. Yeah. I can't even believe nah. you did it. I don't even, I mean, I wouldn't do it now. I don't know why it's so nice. I think you asked me one time, Diz. I was like, I was like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Or even I just think... like, send me your whole thing. I was like, no. <laughs> well, look where we are now, guys. You've got your own channel. Like, people oh, actually God, subscribe God. to you. I mean, yeah. What can we say? I guess. Okay, side note. Have you guys okay, I'm seen this? No, I'm just looking at my phone. Have you seen that thread on Twitter that when people are chatting about what gives them the ick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Have you yes. Oh, my I haven't, God. No. 
You haven't seen it, Dizzy. No, give me some examples. Right, let me read you some of the things. <laughs> Basically, there's, diff there's two different threads. There's one where it's guys talking about what gives them the ick, like girls. And then yeah. vice versa, a girl saying what guys do that gives them oh, the ick. God, I've got, got the girl one up. Wait, Kim, before you say anything, Diz, give us, give us a few things that give you the ick. Okay, things that give me the ick. Okay, back in the day, mm -hmm. when when people go out and for some reason, I know I know you girls are in agony because your heels are. I know what he's gonna say. I already know what. But he's gonna But when you say. walk around in the club barefoot, it gives me the ick. Does you know? it? Yeah, because I've seen chips in between toes. I've seen chips? burger sauce on toenails. Oh. You know, it's. That gives me the ick for sure. I actually knew that you were going to say that when you said back in the day, and I know they're painful. I was like, he's going to tell you when girls take their shoes off. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I can't. I, would I don't never know. take I them off can't. in a club. That's it's pretty unclassy, to be fair. Like when oh. I'm walking home, maybe. Even yeah, that. Even oh. that is. So That's you're walking home with Blackfoot. That's what you're doing. I've got to do Kim. what I've got to do. No, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes what, you I don't think the, pain. the pain is. Another level, though. I don't know why you girls put yourself through. You know, if I was a girl and I was in that I same situation, really. yeah. I'd probably slip some flip flops in my bag. To I'll bring fair, a bag. To be fair, that's yeah. Flaps in my bag or whatever. You know what I mean? That's what I would have done. But do you not like girls <sighs> in hills? I do like girls in hills. Yeah, I do. I appreciate. I appreciate but girls in hills. That's, that's pretty much anyway, it. Let me give you some of these, give you some inspo, right? Some of the girls have said. Is this what is this what gives guys the ick? No, this is what girls have said. Oh, oh yeah. I'm crying. Um, when you're in the car and they start singing along to lyrics. See, I don't actually mind that. I don't mind it. It's when they get the lyrics wrong that makes me cringe. Yeah. <laughs> See, I and can I imagine. Always get the lyrics wrong. Oh, right. What were you saying? You read some. My one is, and this is actually true for me as well. Once I accidentally see your crack when you're bending, it's over, mate. If <laughs> they bend down to pick something up or like bend out the car and you see their bum crack. No. Yeah, builder's bum is not the one. We got no, no time for the crack. Would you actually no like that would put you off someone completely? Yeah, I think so, honestly. What so if you was in a relationship with a guy? and you accidentally saw his crack, you'd be like, oh, no, but I yeah, feel like, we're done. I feel no. like ick is one of them things that happens early on. Like, and when you like, with somebody for a while, yeah. I'm very, like, I just get, I won't care as much. I let okay, it hide. When it's early on, you don't really know if you like them or care about them. So the tiniest thing, if you're already unsure, the tiniest thing can just put you off altogether. And yeah, that's, that's true. That so, and, like, dirty fingernails is another one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> long nails. That's just a given, though. It's long nails. Ugh. What are you doing with them? Yeah, um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to look at mine and see if mine look crazy. Someone no, wrote, someone wrote <laughs> having an ex. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gives me do you know what I hate? I really fucking hate it when someone's tight. Like, I can't stand yeah. it when someone just is so tight. But what do you yeah. mean by tight? What do they have to do that's classed as tight? Just fucking yeah. tight. Like, oh, I can't even describe it. Like, if we go to Tesco and you're not even paying for, like, a bag of Haribo and a fan and we're splitting it. Do you know what I was... <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Do you know what's funny about that? I've got you get yours, friends. I'll get mine. No. I, I've got some friends that are like, ah, oh, do you know what? I'm not going to go down the road and get butter, even though I haven't got butter in the fridge. 
I'm going to go to B&M and get by, which is like 10 minute drive just because it's 30p no. cheaper. No. Is that what you... Like, you no, I hate that trip. And I get it. get there would have made the 30p difference anyway. <laughs> do you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And do you know what? I'm not saying that people need to have loads of money and stuff at all, but it's just like small things. Like I was saying to be the other day, someone at my work was telling me her sister dated this guy and they lived together and he was mm. so tight that they used to do separate food shops because he wouldn't want to buy anything that she no, ate. And then it got, <laughs> to, it got to the point where... She wanted to buy a different toilet roll and he wanted to buy the cheap ones. So they were buying separate toilet rolls. And oh my together. God. There's no excuse. Come on. Unless you're actually not no. working and you don't have money. Yeah, and I get it. I'm not saying, but just small things of tightness. Like, okay, Dizzy, when you take a girl out, are you paying first date? Um, yeah, okay. I'm paying, but I do really? like to know that a girl would offer something. Like, maybe if, if I get, if I take you out on a date, I expect to pay, but I want I want to know that you say uh, or attempt to like bring your purse out or attempt or say do you know what I'll get the drinks you know what I mean I need to know that you're like okay. at least willing to make that sort of commitment. So you want but if they I, don't end that they're gonna pay or they're yeah, happy to pay? Yeah, because if you're not have any intention. Honestly, yeah, I don't I don't care if they don't pay for anything, but I just want to know that they're willing to at least yeah. you know make that decision because like if, I, if i'm on a date would yeah, go, on, go out without a purse some girls would be so confident yeah. leave their purse at home that gives me anxiety because imagine they're like oh we're splitting this year then what the fuck are you gonna do yeah man i i've been on some dates in the past have you where, <laughs> where like it's just been horrendous like i i would i would order don't get me wrong i'd order like whatever and i say always order whatever you want but then like, I'll, I'll be looking at her and I'll be like, okay, yeah, so the bill comes and she'll turn her head. She'll literally oh. turn her head. And what? I'm like, oh, you, you do know, because she turned her head, I'm like, you do know we're splitting this. But I, I, I just don't play that. Because if you didn't if say I'm that, not, did you? No, you didn't say that, did you? Yeah, I did. I said we're splitting this, aren't we? Like, oh, I, I just said straight. You can order what you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, no, but it's because she just outright thought that, like, I'm just gonna pay for everything, and but I don't. I don't like that. Just looking around. Yeah. No, it was blat like blatant. Like she, Did you split she like it? literally turned her whole body, and she was like, "No, do you know what the funny thing is? She was like, oh, I, I didn't actually bring my purse. That's why I was coming back to this.' And I was like, oh, "Okay, no worries, I'll get it. It's fine." Paid for it, and I was just like, "No, nah, I'm not charging." I bet you were in a foul mood after. I wasn't in a foul mood. It was just like. Okay, that's fine. I'm not chatting to her again. Oh, oh. you didn't even yeah. chat to her again. That, that no. gave you the ick. That gave me the ick, yeah, for sure. For oh, actually, sure. I know something else that gives me the ick. This is gonna sound. <laughs> I don't like it when guys take selfies. Really? It really. What do you mean, like? Like I tell you, you selfies. Okay, so I don't like, mind if you're taking a pic, like if you're somewhere or like you're away somewhere and you're showing me scenes and like. <laughs> I can't have you taking a selfie or actually worse a mirror selfie oh yes a mirror selfie <laughs> really like, go out or something <laughs> oh okay if I go on your um, if I go on your insta if I met someone they're gone their insta and your grid is just full no, that's it, it I'm not talking anymore. that's it we're done yes uh, automatic it's an automatic oh, no. No, Friday, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about that's the thing uh, yeah, okay. I mean. okay, but then, what if, what if you're sending pictures like, 
I don't know, not nudes, but like little teasing <laughs> pictures. See, and you're fine. like, if I've requested, no, 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 that's not what I said, is it? <laughs> what I said is on Instagram and stuff, when guys, the whole thread is just like them in the mirror or them with like self. Do you know yeah. what I, mean? I know? I know you know what I mean. Yeah. Like vain people. I just, I can't, I can't. No, that I guess it's just vain people, I guess. I don't, I don't want, want any selfies on there, please. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. actually, I've got a big, big, this is not really an ick. It's more of a pet hate, to be fair. Right, yeah. let me ask you this. Why do guys do this, right? <clears throat> Getting ready to go. You guys like, why have you got a bag? Why is your bag so big? Like, why do you need that bag? And I'm like, I just, <laughs> I just no, no, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, I just need the bag. He's like, oh, can you hurry up? Like, I was like, I just need to sort my bag up. You don't need no bag. What? We're only going down the road, right? <laughs> get in the car, chilling out. Oh, let me put this in your bag. And I'm just No! I say no. You can't put your keys in your bag. You can't put your fucking wallet in my bag. You can't put your phone in my bag. Nothing's going in my bag. In fact, you told me not to bring a bag. And now you want to put your shit in my bag. Do you want to at this person's name while you mention this? <laughs> Do you want to at him as well? They need to be at him. Oh, there's many. There's <laughs> <laughs> many. Do you know what? Boys, boys just get irritated when there's no, a set do you, time. Do you do you that though? I, do you put no, stuff in someone's bag? And Giz, I bet you're probably the one that's late anyway. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> Wait, can we calm down? All right. <laughs> but honestly, when I'm really particular on time now. So when I have things to do, I don't know why. This is definitely an ick for me. But when you're, you set a time, everything is aligned i've got my bag packed i've got everything packed and you've told your girl your current girl or whoever you're with that we're leaving for this time mm. why is it that you have to powder your face or add foundation to your face or you know check check in the fridge <laughs> if we need any food while we're out like, like no i've said this is the, the time we're leaving it's not the time you had the time you had your chance when i told you what time we was leaving to do all of these things oh let me just quickly sweep this under the rug or let me just put this somewhere no we're you're leaving now overdrive when you know that you're leaving and you know that there's all these things that need to be done you're like okay let me just double check everything's done let me just check my oh, that's definitely it of mine for sure i'm gonna go look at these threads afterwards though. they're, actually no, they're so funny. funny i'm just looking they now. sound there's hilarious so many. we could be here all night but to yeah. be fair can i just say that i am actually I allow the ick a lot once I've been with somebody. Oh yeah, definitely. When you're like, like, it, you ignore not... it. like, I mean, for fuck's sake, I ignore red flags. So I mean, I'm definitely going to ignore fucking. Like <laughs> 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 we all you know what I'm like. So then I'm like, oh, never mind. Like, but if at the beginning, like, you know, when you start to start chatting to someone, and then I know the stuff that you put up with later on in a relationship compared to when like you're in the talking stage is that's because they change up so much. Well, they get comfortable, don't they? Yeah. That's what happens. Why do at, guys at do that? At the beginning that? stage, yeah, at the beginning you guys... stage, you're trying to impress. Like you're just trying to impress, make someone really like you, I guess. And then once you realise that person's like you, you're like, oh, okay, now I can probably fart under the covers and she won't be mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, no, but there's other I things as well. I don't feel like you should. That's fucking annoying. Don't do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the, that's that's how guys think, you know. 
As but soon why? as I don't understand why you want to do all these nice things for them, and then like the second that you're together, you're like, oh, I don't need to do them anymore. I'd rather you just be the same throughout. Yeah, personally. of course. I find it yeah, but that's that's so hard to maintain. Like that's like I me saying you have to like put up this like persona <coughs> when you start yeah. speaking. You don't have to but, do that. It's not fake though. It's just like really? stuff you want to do, but you're not trying to do it as consistently. Because after a year's time or three years or four, it's it's hard to maintain. Like that's like me saying to you, every time you see me, imagine we was in a relationship. Every time you see me, I want you to be done up, your makeup to be done up all the time. I don't want to see your hair in a bun. I want your hair down. Ooh. That's how we would if we was no, in a relationship the at the beginning. That's how you would look, and you'd always present yourself no. like that at the beginning. No, you wouldn't just you wouldn't pull up to a first date. No, I you know, saying that like you make more effort, like the way you make more effort. Different to like the characteristics that thank you, you. At the beginning compared yeah. to like midway exactly. the relationship. I don't know why right. they have to be different. There, surely it's harder to fake them in the beginning. Yes, you're talking about appearance, dear. <laughs> you're saying like, oh, you need to look a certain type of way every time I see you. I'm talking about your personality traits. Well, you had a personality transplant. Now that we're together, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily just it, though. Okay, let me just think of another thing then that isn't. Per, um, I'm saying like you about physical her, appearance. Like, you take her out, like you're being all nice, probably, like blah 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 blah. Then all the right it, things. Yeah. Then yeah, you but like. Together. Yeah, but you still take you still take people out. Like I, when I'm in relationships, I I go out when I can, you know, mm. depending on my availability, but it won't be as much as it I is at the beginning. <laughs> it won't be as much as it is at the beginning, because at the beginning, you're like, <clears throat> the energy's different, you know? Like, mm. when you first meet someone, this, that excitement is way Yeah, more. I know, but do you not think that that can continue forever? Yeah, that's I, mean, I don't know. Period. I don't know. I, I really don't know if that lasts forever. I, I guess you can have exciting moments. Hmm you know, as time goes on, but I don't think that initial excitement where it's just constant and you're like waiting for that person to text you all the time, I think that wears off, that, that novelty wears off. It's really sad though, don't you think? It's so sad. I don't think it really doesn't have to wear off though. Like, you know, you can still be excited when they talk. I mean, I don't know if any of us are in that position anymore, so I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how did you like get into basketball? Like, have you always wanted to do it? Like. Okay, so for me, I had an au pair um, from France and he played basketball and um, he, sh he introduced me to something called An One and it was just like street ball players just, you know, showing their skills and dunking and stuff like that. And um, he would just train me and train me and train me and like would, would play and it would be a chance to like get out of the house and, you know, just do other things because I think I've recently moved to Kenner at that time so I, I didn't really know anyone or anything like that I must have been 14 15 and I was just going to school so yeah so I was playing basketball with him and whatnot and um, I ended up signing well not signing but like joining a local league team and um, my academy coach was there and he was scouting players and the only reason he scouted me I was terrible at basketball but the only reason he scouted me is because I could jump pretty high and um, I jumped up and grabbed the rim once the tournament was finished. I probably had two points the whole tournament, and it was like seven games. And I jumped up and grabbed the rim towards the end of the tournament, and he told me to come to this academy. So I literally was training, 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 just so I could, like, be okay for this academy. 
And then I ended up going to Canterbury for the academy. Yeah, that's really what got me into basketball. And the French au pair, what, did they play it like professionally or did they just do it because they just enjoyed playing? They just enjoyed playing. Just enjoyed playing, watched a lot of NBA at the time. And um, yeah, that's, he was the reason I got into basketball. The sad thing about it all. That's funny. Yeah, I was terrible, honestly. Absolutely terrible. Even when I was at the academy, I was the worst player at the academy. So then what happened? Just with practice, you just improved? Yeah, like, um, well, one of my best friends, and he's still my best friend to this day, was the best player at the academy. And um, I used to just irritate him and just be like, oh, can I train with you? 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 Like every single day. Because he was the best player and I just wanted to, you know, not be the worst anymore. (laughs) I guess... By the 716th time I asked him, <laughs> he was just like, yeah, okay, we can, we can train. And then by me training with him every day, I just ended up improving, improving. And then I had some good coaches around me that would invest time into my craft and help me get better. So I was just, you know, I was picking up things really quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time I left the academy, I was the best player there. Once Khalil left, I was the best player there. <laughs> the reason I went to Christchurch um, was because um, yeah I got a scholarship but that wasn't um, the main reason the other reason was because there was a division one team in Medway and I was also playing for the division one team and that's like the equivalent of semi-pro and um, my agent at the time said if I have good stats in that league then I can go and play in the BBL, the following league, the professional leagues. So that was my main focus, yeah. really. So how does it work doing it professionally? Do you train, like, every day as a job? Like, get paid to train? Yeah. So I I train at the moment because it's pre-season and the season hasn't started. I'm training twice a day, every single day. Um, but, no, but we get we get one day off a week. One day? Is that it? So when it's season, yeah. how often do you train? Um, once a day. But all day? Not all day, no. Oh, you train more before you go into season? To prepare? Yeah. Right. Yeah, just to prepare our body f- for the season and stuff like that. So are you at, I don't know, are you at the, you can't go any higher? Yeah, I can't go any higher in England, no. Oh, uh, I don't oh, even really? know. Say that again, sorry? So I didn't know if it was like a big thing here compared to America. Obviously not. Nice. Compared to America, definitely not. But like um, a lot of Americans that go to like the main top schools, um, which is seen as like a semi-pro, yeah, come come here and they use this league as a stepping stone league to like go on to playing in like other places in Europe. Yeah. So like Italy, Spain, um, even Poland. There's like some really good leagues where people are getting paid like sixty to 70k a month or even a month a month yeah so they they use these leagues just to like build their resume and then go and play in those leagues you want to do that yeah eventually eventually i want to do that for sure expectancy in basketball yeah (laughs) like how long can i play for yeah well yeah um it really depends on your your body yeah you're prime now my prime is 30, I think. Oh, 30 really? would be, yeah, 30 would be my prime. 30, 31. Do you want to go to America to play? Like, would, 
would that be a step that you can take? Um, not anymore because like I've already done my university and I've I'm ineligible. I think that's how you say it. Um, to play in college in the college league, so there's no that's point in me going then. to the states. Um, um, yeah, so I'd have to start in the college league. Is that what it's called? Yeah, so I'd have to be. I'd have to play NCAA um, Division One. And I would have had to have done that when I was 20, 21, but I only got good at 21. Right. Mm. You know, that's when I was good. I should have, like, I should have um, been playing a lot earlier, but I started playing basketball pretty late. But mm. there's another way I could go into um, playing in the NBA for, if I wanted to, or, you know, if, like, I was good enough. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be to go play in Europe. Like, if I had an opportunity to go over and play, yeah, I'd, for the money, for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. So how do the games work as well? Like, do you have like a big crowd of people watching? Well, we did until COVID hit. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I I say it's it's a lot, but in Italy it was way more. When I was in Italy, I was getting like nine thousand, ten thousand people at games and stuff like that. But here, where I play, it's like two thousand. It really depends on the arena. So when I go, when I was playing at Worcester, there was like five thousand people there, four thousand people in the games. Um, but where I'm playing now, it's, a, it's only like two thousand. Mm-hmm. But you've been where you are for a while now, haven't you? At Cheshire. Yeah, this would this would be my third season. Yeah. I remember you telling me before, like you have loads of rules and stuff, don't you? Like when you're that you can't do and stuff, like oh, you're yeah. employment, yeah. aren't you? You're employed by the club or whatever. Yeah, so there's a lot of restrictions. A like lot. So, Wait, did you were telling me before how you got like fi- you get fined and stuff, don't you? Yeah, so um, if you're late for practice, you get fined fifty pounds. Um, yeah. If <laughs> if you're seen out a night before a game, you get fined. Fined. Um, if you consume alcohol before a game, you're you're f- you get fined. Um, no. Isn't it fighting and stuff as well? Yeah, fighting. You can't, you can't fight with your teammates. You get fined. Like physical um, fighting, really? Physical fighting, yeah. You can even get fired for that, like, straight off the back. Obviously, you can't take any sort of drugs, yeah, which is obvious. Yeah, you get tested all the time. Get, yeah, you get t- tested, like, once a month. Um, and it's always random, so you have no idea when you're getting tested. You would never take that risk. Yeah, uh, so, like... Um, there's a lot of sacrifices, you know. There's, you're always tied down to one location as well. Hmm. When do you get time off? Like, what? Does, how, how does your season work? Like, I mean, obviously, so, you get annual leave. I don't know if you get that when you're an athlete. It kind of works like similar to teachers. So, um, our season starts at the beginning of September and ends yeah, end of May, and oh. then you've got from end of may to september and that's your window of mm, you know yeah it's good yeah, it's good it is good but like the only downfall of being an athlete is just like all my weekends are just tied up i'd never have weekends mm-hmm. and like with training during the day it's like i'll have training at 12 then i have training at six and sometimes i have training three times a day so i have training at like eight uh, one and eight do you know what I mean so like you don't really have time to like do yeah. things within the day because you're just exhausted you've got to always prep your body you not ever worry about injury 
Yeah, but um, what I'm quite fortunate is that we've got we've all got insurance, so any sort of injury is just always covered. Oh. We go, we get to go to the physio whenever we want. Um, we can get treatment whenever we want. Do you eat whatever you want? Nah, well, not in the last two years because I just realised like um, after the first I don't know four months, my body just like the wear and tear and me eating terribly just affects my body and I always pick up like little niggles or little injuries so now I just I meal prep everything so yeah. right now right now I'm prepping dry chicken <laughs> with like onions garlic and and then there's obviously broccoli and I have brown rice that's what I'm having right now every day every day yeah that is such a dead meal. Dead. Not three times a day. So I have I have the meal like three times a day, yeah. And then, <laughs> Speaking of food, if you were on death row, what would be the last meal that you pick to eat? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Go on. And I can't mix like loads of different no, types of food. No, it's just one meal. Last meal before you. I oh, think I'd have, I'd have I'd have my mum's gelatin. Oh, really spicy dish. Yeah, I like it quite spicy, to be honest. Yeah, it bangs, it bangs. I think I'd have that as my last meal. What would your crime be as well? If you're on death row, what do you think the most likely <laughs> yeah. crime would be? If you're in prison for life, what would your crime be? What would my crime be? Like the be? thing that you would most likely do. Obviously, I'm not saying you would do it, but if, if it was anything, what would it be? Oh, I, don't, I really don't know. Do you know what? If someone did something to my family, I know for a fact I'd, yeah. I'd go to prison. Yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even blink. Like I'd go mm. to prison. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A lot of people say that though. Like they're like, I wouldn't think twice. I feel like you don't know till you're in that situation. I don't, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously I don't think anyone, any of us are capable of murder. But what I'm saying is I feel like when you're in a certain situation, say if like someone just stabbed your mum or something and you're standing there and now you've got the knife, yeah like what you're telling me you're not gonna i mean i don't know oh. i'm incriminating myself i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i'm not actually oh. like i'm out here like <laughs> killing a man but i'm just saying it's hot because you hear these stories don't you of like people that get done for murder and like get life and stuff yeah. yeah yeah out of like an accident or like they're just trying to defend someone or whatever there definitely should be a law to to be like i don't know it depends on the circumstance. Do you know what I mean? Like, there should be. People get put in prison for, say, a burglar comes into their house yeah. and they kill them. They get then get put in prison for killing the burglar, even though it was in their house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like there's set rules in. I think there's set laws in America that you, it justifies that, you know, and you don't yeah. go to prison for. I think there should be laws. Yeah, but hopefully none of us will kill anyone. You know. Yeah. yeah let's, let's hope for that. No, we don't. I'm not good. To be fair, I don't think I probably get life for like I was saying to Brian. I probably get caught up in some weird fucking money laundering, like, yeah, like just just selling I'm just, I'm just, like living a bougie life, you know. <laughs> money. Oh yeah, sure. I'll sign that for you, honey. That's fine. I'm actually part of like a massive drug cartel. Before you know it, you're on death row. Do you guys believe in the death penalty? Do you know what? I believe in the death penalty for certain crimes. Mm. AKA, like, I mean, this is a bit deep, but like, 
paedophilia and like yeah. rape and shit like that. Like, I think death sometimes is quite an easy way out. Exactly, that's the thing. Yeah. I was just saying, I feel like they should definitely serve their sentence. They shouldn't just be executed. Yeah. But like, a lot of it is really deep rooted. You know, it comes from how they were brought up, what they experienced from a young age. You know, there's, there's a lot more to like just the act of paedophilia or rape. You know, I know it's the act is so wrong, but like, what have they experienced that has normalized that behavior? Sometimes. No, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Do you saying. know what I mean? Mm. They, they might be fucked up as well, but then... And, the and they are. Most of the time, they are. But they should mm. be in a psychiatric facility. I think with the death penalty, some people sit on death row and they're not meant to be on death row. And that's, like, even worse. Like, I watched that film, Just Mercy, you know, with Michael B. Jordan. Mm. Have you watched it? I no, I haven't seen it. it. It's really good. But they're basically about this guy that's on death row. And it was really... Like, you, well, obviously, I know it's acting, but it was really horrible. And I was just thinking, like, these people, like, like they don't actually need to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and their crimes yeah. are committed, like, mental. And they're like, it's not that you wouldn't be on death row for that here. In America, like, their prison system is very is good. Yeah. They need, like, a lot of, well, I mean, Kim Kardashian, she's doing, like, prison reform work. There's people that'll be on death row for, like, yeah, a drug a, a minor drug crime. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's mental. Okay, yeah. this is a question for you. Okay. What are the most important lessons in your life that you've learned? What are the most important lessons that I've learned? Mm. Well, one of them is no matter what energy you receive, always be true to yourself. So, like, there's been times that people have wrong, done wrong by me. And like, it's so easy for me to just be like, all right, do you know what? I'm going to do this to that person or whatever. But that's taken me away from my own personality. So I always try and project positive energy, all, always, no matter what. And like, I'm not going to um, do harm to someone because they hurt me. Because mm-hmm. I always feel like whatever energy you put out always comes back to you. Yeah. So I've always just stuck by that. And um, over the years, it's, you know, it's worked in my favour. Like, there's been times where I could have just acted negatively towards a situation, but I just kept a cool head, kept it positive, And it's helped my mental. And it comes back to that, you know, like when you see people like, oh, be nice to everyone because you never know who, be nice to the cleaner because you never know who they are or what they're going to turn into. Yeah. And I'm always like, well, no, just be nice to them because you want to be nice to them. Don't be nice yeah. to them. Like, they could be someone in the future or like, they could be someone important. It's like, just be nice to them because you want to be nice to them or because you're a nice person. Exactly, exactly. There's not enough nice people. A lot of people are really selfish. Uh, oh, yeah, I've well. also learned that, um, just learned that if I'm dealing with anything mentally, I always it's always good to express it to yeah. people that care about you. Yeah. You know, because back in the day, I just used to always keep everything within and it just would put me in this mental state and I was just unstable mentally because of it Mm. and I just feel like every time I've expressed it to someone or you know just spoke about things I struggle with it's always helped me out it really Mm -hmm. helps clear your head like just getting it out yeah even if you think it's stupid or even if you feel like oh like it's not that big of a deal or people are gonna like think I'm stupid like it still definitely helps to like talk about it and that's another thing I think with experience and age that you become more comfortable like opening up about stuff I guess when you're younger especially being a guy as well I feel like yeah thing isn't it like guys don't talk like that normally 
Yeah, because sure. everyone just feels like speaking about your insecurities is a weakness, but I don't think it is. It's not definitely yet. a strength. It makes you vulnerable, yeah, but that's not a weakness. So, me and Brian have many... Pe- this is anything. It can be literally anything. Literally like, anything in the whole literally. world. So, you can come to us and tell us any pet hates you have in life. For Say- example, Kim's is that she hates vests. No, I hate no, guys no, in the gym that wear vests. I hate string vests <laughs> where I can see your fucking nipples. I hate it. Susie's <laughs> 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 got his head in That's his That's hilarious. Yeah, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I, yeah, I hate when people wear their rucksack on the train. That's one of my pet hates. So, if you've got any that you can have. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wear their rucksacks. Yeah, the they're taking up space. That is so specific. Oh, people, when, they, when, they, when they've cooked and they've just left all their plates out. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm one of them people, as, as I'm cooking, I'm cleaning. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm the you. pan. Thank you. If, if you leave... The, the pan it's got the sauce all over the pan you let it set there till the next day i'm like now you've just made that job even harder and i need yeah. that pan for the next yes, day yes exactly it actually just makes your life harder i can't actually so what are you doing peacefully seeing the kitchen is a mess still it's not yeah. gonna ruin my whole dinner now no, I, can, no. I can see that pan i can see that you know piece of fish hanging off the side <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. Uh, um, so just quickly, is if someone was like looking to get into basketball or like was interested in like kind of what you do, like yeah. what advice would you give them? Like, what should they be looking out to do? Like that kind of stuff. Um, well, for me, because basketball is not a huge sport in England, you have to really be willing to sacrifice a lot for it. And if if you think you can make that commitment of training every day and, you know, not going out as much as everyone else that are in your social groups and, you know, being able to be adaptable in terms of changing your location as frequently as once a year, then, yeah, definitely commit to it. It's, it's a big sacrifice, but it's very rewarding. You know, for me, like, I wouldn't say I've earned ridiculous amount of money playing basketball, but, like... I've become so adaptable now that I could, I feel comfortable in any situation, you know, um, I've experienced a lot, you know, I also know how to adapt in the different countries, you know, and I feel like not many people at the age of 28 know how to do these things. And it's just been rewarding being able to travel for free because of basketball. Like I've been to Italy, Spain, Germany, um, St. Kitts, Antigua, Jamaica, America, all free because of basketball. So you do get a lot of experiences out of doing that. So it is rewarding, but it's a lot of hard work. And if you're willing to put in the work, you know, it's definitely worth it. Would you say that if someone was looking to get into it, say they're at school age, like what's the, would you just like start practicing, like go to clubs? Like how do you get noticed, I guess? How do you get noticed? Um, You've got to just hold you on know, to the thing find... at the end of the game and yeah. swing there. <laughs> on the net. <laughs> <laughs> Take a banister to training. Um, nah. Um, how you get noticed is, you know, joining the local teams around you and then, you know, trying to filter your way into the national teams and at every event you play at, you know, give your all. And there's agents at these events. There's coaches that can 
you know, help lift your resume. Mm -hmm. But whenever you step onto that basketball court, you, you've got to give your all and work every single day. Not just on basketball, your body as well. You know, go to the gym, stretch. Like I do Pilates, I do yoga. See, I go really? to the gym. Wow. Yeah, I do. I guess I you do, have yeah. to. Your muscles must get so tight. Yeah, and my muscles are still tight, even though I do all these things. So, um, you get massages. Yeah, you gotta prepare your body. Yeah, I get like at least three a week. Three? Oh, side note, very slight side note. Do you have to be tall? Or can but you, you can definitely be small and be successful. One of my teammates from last year was about five foot eight, five foot seven, and um, he is now earning, I think. Well, when he was here, I think he was earning about 25 a month, not much. And then... 25 grand a month? No, 2,500 a month. Oh, 2,500, okay. Obviously, when, when you play professionally, you don't pay for your housing, you don't pay for your car. So um, he was getting 2,500. And then now he's in uh, France. And I think he's just getting under 13, just under 13 grand a month. Oh, wow. So, plus a house, yeah. plus a car. Plus a house, plus a car. But really, yeah. your outgoings are nothing. They're just yeah. literally. Yeah, like your phone bill. You for like the bills in the house. No, nothing. What? Why? That is so unfair. Why? Why? You just have money to just shop, go out, be bougie. Yeah, All so. Disposable. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Unless you have things to pay at home, but yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I think we're done for this week's episode. Uh, thank you for joining us, Dizzy. Thank you oh, very welcome. much. Oh, you're welcome. I had a good time. You had fun? The first podcast? Yeah, look, no, it wasn't my first one, but oh. like, this was good. Okay, thanks for having me, girls. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that felt super short. I was like, Why Bye. did you say? <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, girls. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.